Fishing Traveler. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Born to be Wild, a Hearthstone podcast, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast, where we like to showcase the wonderful people in the wild community. So, as always, I'd like to introduce you guys to my best friend, the best co-host in the world, the guy so good at hosting wild podcasts, he's done it twice, Nate Wolf. How the hell are you, Nate? (laughs) Oh, man. It has been, uh, for me, it has been a long, long week, um... I'm in a good mood now because we're 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 joking and laughing and talking uh, some fun things. I think it is it's been a it's been a rough week. I think for us as a as a country, um, we're not a political show, and I don't want to go down that road. But between the death of George Floyd and the president tweeting about shooting people and the COVID situation has been pretty rough, and so I'm very thankful that I have you guys to. Um, come chat with after a long long week so um personally i'm doing well uh i'm a little little worried for our nation but that that aside i'm i'm, I'm very happy to be here tonight um wait what happened sorry i'm joking i'm not saying it again <laughs> go you're fired craig oh <laughs> um <laughs> Anyways, uh, without further ado, I'm very, very happy to introduce a good friend of mine, Mr. Guy Grumpy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our show. Very happy to have you. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's um, cool to have you here, Guy Grumpy, because I, you're one of my favorite uh, hybrid streamers, as I call you. You know, one of those guys who plays a bit of wild, a bit of standard, and I'm always lucky when I do catch your streams. Like, I'm not on the streams that often, but when I do come, it's Awesome. I got a chance to play against you on stream a few weeks ago. It's super fun. So I just want to say I'm a fan of yours. So uh, good well, to have you on. Much love. Um, and I, I think one of the, the how Guy Grumpy and I met, um, we're uh, relatively live relatively close to each other. And um, Guy Grumpy runs our local si- our local fireside gatherings. And so um, I've been to a handful of in-person events that he's run it's just been a blast i think that you're very very good at it um and we have we always have a good time i'm kind of sad that you know this whole kind of pandemic situation is going on um and uh you know one of these days i hope that we can do it again in person but um anyways that's exciting can i ask you like how do you how do you get started doing firesides and uh i guess if you can tell us a little bit about that so honestly, I started uh, because the organizers before me uh, needed to take a step back. They had less time to dedicate to it. So they got me all set up with a tavern and we ran a co-tavern actually once so that I could get established, which lets you have Nemzi and the card back. So it's pretty easy. You just sign up to run a fireside gathering and then the establishment process is just run one that has at least three people attend uh, and then you're you're off to the races. Now we do a little bit more for the Portland Hearthstone group because we wanted to include prizes and things like that. Uh, so that's all 
done by the volunteers. Uh, we don't get much support from uh, Blizzard, especially uh, last year. They would send some pins for releases, uh, but that was about it. So uh, we just kind of pulled together and said we want to have some really good prizes and prize support and uh, have a lot of fun with it. Uh, so that's what we did. So you guys, it's all self-funded as far as prizes and stuff go? Yep. Well, I feel a little bit guilty because you know, I've got a lot of stuff from you. <laughs> it's some pretty awesome uh, um, puzzles and, and some little toys and some other stuff. So I, I really um, appreciate yeah, so what you've put together a, there. and A lot of donations from our community and uh, a lot of on-sale items uh, in the Blizzard store as they go out of uh, rotation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very cool. Okay, well, so um, quick question for you. Uh, a lot of times we will ask people, how did you come up with your Battle.net tag or your username? I have to say, you are one of the nicest guys that I've ever met. So when I hear, like, Guy Grumpy, like, you are, you are not grumpy. Or I, would, <laughs> I cannot imagine it. So what's, what is the story there? So I imagine you've all played Hearthstone before, right? It's a very tilting game. If you go on some lost streaks, you get hit with some pockets of RNG, then it can be a really bad feeling. And back in the early days, I didn't play nearly as much, but I would get really, really tilted. Like even to the point that I was tossing my phone into the couch and walking away, like leaving leaving the rope up and just roping um, my opponents. And my girlfriend at the time would call me out on it, basically say, hey, why are you so grumpy? And grumpy is just uh, like a silly word that always seemed to take me out of that tilt. So when I started getting the idea that I was going to stream, then I figured I needed something that would remind me to get untilted. And grumpy was the word that kind of triggered that for me. So the idea is that when I'm playing, if I start to get tilted, I can just say, come on, guy, grumpy, and then snap out of it and be like all right it's just a game that's funny i i like that we um i don't know i used to get tilted super hard and it's like this game is very much about mindset so very much look at this i got a cattail in front of my webcam (laughs) (laughs) yeah i find that is a hard thing too with her like for me the thing that solved my issues is playing more games like i've been playing a lot more magic lately uh some super mario maker and commander which is another variant of magic and i find that that helps me a lot with with the tilt but like for someone like you who's you like you were kind of doing this like you're all in like you're you're really invested in playing hearthstone your audience wants you to play hearthstone your content creator so you don't have as many options to like delve into other games to relieve the tilt so i can only imagine how much harder it would be just knowing like okay i'm pissed but i can't quit i need to i need to keep playing if i don't feel like playing i still need to play today i can't that would just destroy me on some days you know (laughs) actually i i have had some opportunities to play some other games Uh, i just have chosen not to Uh, i'm pretty big in our local portland broadcasters association too which is a whole swath of games so uh, a lot of times, even though I'm not playing the games, I'm in streams for like Apex or some role-playing games or Mario Maker, that kind of thing. Because oh, I have really? Friends locally that are uh, that are playing it more competitively, and so I can relax to that and get get away from Hearthstone. Plus, 
I've found that mostly I, I do most of my playing now when I'm on stream, and so I don't have to play as much off stream, which makes it a little harder to get to Legends sometimes, but it also controls the tilt a bit. When you have your your chat uh, rooting you for you and cheering you on and pointing out your misplays, then, uh, you know, oh, I actually could have won that one, so I have no reason to be mad at anything except for myself. Nice. Easier said than done, but I feel you. <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing that helped me recently, I don't know, for the past couple weeks or so, um, <laughs> that's cute, Greg. <laughs> for the past couple weeks or so, I've done um, a little bit of coaching, which has been an interesting experience for me. Um, and uh, so I had some time over the last weekend hanging out with Dizzy Dwarf, um, over in the UK and, uh, we climbed, um, he's very, very close to hitting legend at this point, but we spent a good three to four hours, um, just climbing, talking through. And it's so easy to say, um, Hey, it's all mental. You just got to calm down. You have to think rationally. You have to, you know, but when you're actually, when you're the one playing, like it's so easy to get angry at your opponent. Like, Oh my God, how did they just draw the nuts? Oh, that thing was randomly created from this other thing that was randomly created. And how could I plan around that? But, um, but if you can, that even more difficult lately with the like change to rogue, being able to draft from any, class and same for the random cards being from any class now it makes it really hard to play around things that is uh, the random factor is very big in hearthstone so uh i guess that is you know something that is in- inherent in the game but anyways oh, especially with quest mage being as powerful as it is just love losing to those random effects in those games that you thought you couldn't lose it's the best so uh how long you been playing hearthstone and um like why what 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 do you like about wild in particular since this is a wild show i've been playing since general release unfortunately i got an invite to the beta but i was really burned out of world of warcraft at the time and i thought it was just baby magic and uh, <laughs> so i bowed out of it and then found that i really enjoyed it because i actually played the the uh, cryptozoic collectible card game for world of warcraft and really enjoyed that and was kind of in the transition there um so it was even more dumbed down than that and so i did they I reuse general release did they reuse hearthstone is that the game that like the, is that uh, warcraft tcg or no yes yes so and like they they re they reuse some art right they did nice i i seen i've seen a couple of those cards at my uh, local game shop that they keep just for kind of more of a conversation starter than anything and i remember i think chillwood and yeti in particular is the one that i saw if i'm not mistaken and i thought that was pretty cool i'm not sure for sure chillwood yeah i'm not i don't remember that one but there were some Jaina's and leroy jenkins is the same artwork and uh mally ghosts was actually the artwork from uh it's calicos right yeah 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 on the oh, collective okay. card game is where is where that art came from. So nice. If you, um, I don't know if you guys are interested or not, but the art books are super cool. Uh, they've got them on Amazon, and they're not that. Exp- I want to say they're about twenty bucks each or something like that. Yeah. Um, they announced a third one. Like I, I pre-ordered it. I don't think it's coming out until I don't know first for months. But the third one is on its way. So and they've yeah, got a bunch of that stuff. Still- I was gonna say that's if we're all still here. <laughs> and there's no guarantees. You gotta stay positive. Oh. 
<laughs> okay, so let me <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you. So you f- first hit Legend not too long ago, right? A couple, few months back. Yeah, so March I hit Legend for the first time, and it was in Wild. Um, so it was, was yeah, it... having played since release, I, I think that's what, to answer the rest of your your other question. Uh, because I have all the cards, I think Wild just has an extra um, spot in my heart because you can go back and play some of the old decks that you used to like um, back in the day or re reinvent them. Yeah. You were using, was it Even Shaman? I think it was, right? Even Shaman. And uh, for that one, I was actually getting coached by um, Mentalistic. So oh, he, he's he good. We were playing his OTK Paladin last it. week. Yeah, he's pretty, yeah. he's pretty good and he's pretty patient. Uh, I'm not the easiest person to coach. I like to move fast and sometimes well, I... Yeah, when you're so grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Um Okay. Well, yeah. Congratulations on that. Was that before the ladder change, or was that right after? I yeah, think it was, that was be- before. It was before, before right? Because it was, yeah. Um, the Ashes of Outlands was in early April. So. Okay. Hey, I got a hardball for you, a curveball, if you will. If you could change one thing about Wild, what would you change? Um, you know, that's a. That's a curveball. It's a really right. great question. I, I think that I would just change it in general for for Hearthstone uh, to allow you to ban a class that you don't want to play in a particular session. I find that that's my biggest frustration with Hearthstone in general now, and that some of the games can take a really long time. And the way I play when I'm not on stream is I take a quick break and you know, go get some water and try to play a game. And if it's five to 10 minutes, I can manage that. But if it's a 30 minute game, then I, I would rather have the option to ban the classes that go into that level um, of, of play. That's fair. No, I, I like that answer. I'm just, I, I, I like to, I like to find out because I find that there is, Hearthstone's a great game, but there's so much they can fix about it. Like spectator mode needs to, uh, needs to be fixed still and that's only been seven years in the making it's a small indie company let me just remind you <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> anyway. i guess wild specific the thing i would really like is a little bit more support on the competitive side because um, you mean not any. a whole lot of tournaments. <laughs> any <laughs> well, there's there's a few not sponsored by blizzard tournaments right oh yeah yeah for sure like jonah raw and solem and thl but mm-hmm. the fact that blizzard is just not only did they ignore the wild open, but they pretty much went quiet about it. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, guy, at least an explanation or like God forbid some kind of like acknowledgement, you know, like but yeah. maybe it's maybe they just don't think wild's in a good enough place or maybe it's not what they want with it. It's just annoying. Throw us yeah. up once in a while. I would have had rather had them say, Sorry guys, we're not doing it this year, but they just said nothing at all. And so it, I don't it know. It's hard though. I tried to run uh, wild tournaments here in Portland too, where, where we have a pretty big base of you know big name players like Nate Wolf and <laughs> Rod Zombie. Um, but you know, even even then, with a with a okay set of prizes, we couldn't attract the the crowds that we had hoped for. It's yeah, it's kind of rough, and a lot of people have schedules and lives and stuff i know rotted zombie is pretty busy with um yeah. obligations and stuff we just found out a couple weeks ago 
um, Shia Wasena is local to us also. So I told him, Hey, when, when this whole pandemic is over, I'm going to drag you to a fireside gathering. So that should be pretty I fun. I was part of that uh, conversation on Twitter, I think. So. Oh, maybe we can get a live panel version of the 10 hottest oh. men in wild. <laughs> By the way, your beard is absolutely glorious. I really uh, oh, I like thanks. it quite a bit. It was uh, born to be wild, so I tried to wild it up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way to do it. I'm a, I, For a second, I thought Nate was talking to me, and I was like, oh, he never compliments me. <laughs> no, it was you. <laughs> we have an entire Discord channel for that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You go to our Discord, and there is a channel called Compliments for Nate. And I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Apparently, if you compliment Nate in that channel, you will be kicked out. Yeah, it's so. a, it's called compliments for Craig, not Nate. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of your um, one of your uh, kind of trademarks is your hats. So when I watch your stream, a lot of times you've got a different hat every time notice you've got a lot of hearthstone ones but a lot of other stuff and a pretty impressive pin collection can you like tell tell me more tell me more um so i did a charity stream at the beginning of the year we we partnered or i guess it was at the end of last year we partnered with soft giving on the team that i was on at the time uh, f2k uh comnet uh with and they had a, an event where they said hey um you know, run a charity stream and get some team points. And when I did so, then one of the things that they recommended to get people engaged and into bidding was to do hat swaps. So since I had a few Hearthstone hats, then I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do that. And it was more popular than I thought it would be. So um, I took that idea when the channel points came out as, hey, let's increase this. <laughs> so I brought some other ball caps and I uh, started bringing some of my weird hats that I had uh, into the collection. And so now we've got a rotation. I call it a rotation, but we reuse a lot of them uh, pretty frequently of 71 hats. So we'll swap between those. You likely won't see the same hat um, two streams in a row. Dude, 71 <laughs> hats. That's incredible. Some, yeah. some of them get pretty ridiculous. I think that explains how he's in so many discords. <laughs> but 71, 71 ridiculous hats that's not bad that's pretty good that's pretty good uh, i like not that. all of them are ridiculous like there's a lot of these with the pins and then the pins are just something i've been collecting uh for a while um just i don't know everything hearthstone apart from the art books oddly enough i, I think i've got everything that they've released <laughs> well i think we know what to get guy grumpy for christmas listeners <laughs> <laughs> more hats <laughs> oh, there you go okay and then one other thing that i wanted to bring up just um i guess for the people who aren't as familiar with you i highly recommend the stream it's a lot of fun um i really you're a super nice guy and you're very interactive with uh, the viewers and i appreciate that um w one of the kind of ongoing um events or or like I don't even know. It's it's like I'm just waiting for you to press that dust all your extra cards button. So so for those of you who aren't familiar, Guy Grumpy has been um, not dusting all of his duplicates. Wait, and you're waiting right for a million dust before you hit that button. One million dust. Yeah. <laughs> How much did the last was it Crypt 
I forget who it was. Who was the last guy who did the giant dust? I remember when Crip did it and broke the game. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it was Crip, right? How much did yeah. he do? Does anyone remember? It was like 667,000. Wow, so you're going to be a world record holder here. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's a world record. It's probably the most that most people will know about. I haven't seen any other popular people with that. Crip actually has a million dust, like, usable, I think. So. Jeez. Oh. But he's already been there, uh, just wasn't on the button at the time that he famously pushed it. Gotcha. So, so what are you at right now? Uh... You know, because of the recent nerfs, then we we came down from the uh, the highest I've ever been. Uh, but I'm at like 887k right now. Holy crap! Like so what you, is? Oh, Craig, go for it. When was the last time you dusted a card? Or uh, yeah, yeah. When was the last time you dusted? So I've dusted cards every time there's a nerf to try to maximize that. So um, so like when the recent nerfs and buffs came out, then. Uh, I had like 30,000 um, uh, dust from those nerfs. So I got rid of all of them. And then uh, it took me down from over 900K down to the 887. But the last oh. time I hit the dust button uh, was, gosh, before um, Ungoro. Wow. So. Wow, I'm surprised. That's insane. That's a lot of cards. It is. It's a lot of packs. It, I, I imagine like i don't know that is that is a, a big chunk of change i imagine <laughs> I, it is. I have I, mean, I find I, I find ways that i can uh, try to offset that somewhat by like using amazon coins and uh, yeah. every now and then you'll find a good deal on ebay for a blizzard card where somebody wants to just convert that to cash and uh stuff like that so uh, I, That's a I good do my idea. best to limit the exposure uh, to the wallet, but for yeah. sure, it's uh, it's an expensive hobby for me. I do Google surveys to help pad my Hearthstone collection a little bit. It helps. I just started getting into crafting golden cards, and it is ridiculously expensive. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Uh, every i don't know at least like lately every payday i'll go in and buy 60 packs hopefully uh yeah she does now she don't listen (laughs) we've had that conversation a few times like hey uh is there an error in the checkbook because i see that you bought the 60 pack uh twice uh very closely (laughs) together is that a like a no I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh man, That's I'm so very, funny. I'm very close to a full golden secret mage deck. I'm close to a full golden Q block deck, and but you know, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so I've gotten a little shy about crafting the golden cards after the recent AMA with the Blizzard devs, where they said they were looking into possibly implementing a upgrade. Uh, feature where you can upgrade the non-golden versions into the golden versions. Yeah, so just saving some dust would be would be really good. Which yeah, is you... kind of weird from somebody who's saying that he has eight hundred eighty-seven thousand on the button, but you know, you it it takes a lot to craft full sets in golden. Yeah, you'll save a. I don't know how much you'll save. You'll save a, a good chunk though if they do make it an upgradable thing. So I hope I kind of hope they. 
I kind of hope they don't because I don't want to start buying gold cards, and that might be enough for me to want to. <laughs> you know, I know it sounds stupid, but I don't have any self control. That's hilarious. Hey, actually, since we're on the topic, um, you know, we were going to get into the news, and there was a couple other things that I wanted to ask you about, but it can wait. Um, just because the timing is really good on this. So we had the recent nerves. Um, today is uh, May the 29th. Typically, so we do the show live. It'll be audio and video should be released tomorrow. But one thing for those of uh, people who are either watching live or are listen like right away, there are eight cards that are eligible for full dust refund only until June 1, uh, which is Monday. So Priestess of Fury, Crimson Sigil Runner, Scavengers, Ingenuity, uh, Shadow Jeweler, Hanar, Blackjack Stunner, Imprisoned, Scalp Imp, Blood 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 Broil Brute and Bloodsworn Mercenary all uh, you are eligible for full dust refund for the next few days. Uh, so if you're looking for extra dust um, or you're looking to buy packs, um, Ashes of Outland packs would be good at the moment. So anyhow. Dust um, those packs. Dust those cards, folks. Yeah, can we just, you know what, we need a soundboard with, uh, I'm just a dirty duster, uh, that we can cue that on, on demand. Yeah, that's a good idea. Get on it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that, I guess that would be me, wouldn't it? (laughs) But, um, before we get into like what I would say is some of the sad news of the week, I would like to say thank you to our awesome Patreon supporters, uh, especially, Shokunin and um Pug Ugly, you guys are incredible. And Adam and Mezzi Crochet, thank you so much for uh for keeping the dream alive and making a little a little extra incentive to make content on those days where you just can't seem to figure it out. So I just want to say thank you to you for. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys very much. Um uh with your support it enables to do fun things like commission artwork and print posters and do giveaways and make a website and stuff like that and so it's very very helpful and we appreciate it quite a bit because uh it gets gets a little pricey so anyways um yeah so in uh in sad news blizzcon got canceled not that it was really a surprise to anybody, but um, I, I think that with the whole COVID thing going on, it's probably like it makes sense. I mean, were you guys surprised at all? No. Were you planning on going at all? I wasn't. What, what about you? you? I, I got to go last year, and so I was kind of torn on where my uh, alliance would be this time, whether I wanted to go to TwitchCon or to BlizzCon or uh, I don't think I could do both again this year. So uh, because of COVID, I, w- I was kind of figuring I wasn't going to be able to go, though, because um, uh, we have a immunocompromised kid at home. So anything with crowds, we're going to be a little bit slower to uh, integrate with the, the crowds. Um, well, I'll be shocked if we see a convention in 2020, like of yeah. any sort. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I sincerely doubt it. You know, I mean, my yeah, and better safe than sorry, right? It's not worth it. Um, I mean, that's but kind of the still. They could still do something virtual. Actually, it's one of my second ventures now. Is uh, I helped uh, my girlfriend put on a virtual event, so I see how those work. I'm sure that Blizzard will do something where they have a special event to announce 
you know, where they are with Diablo 4, more information on Overwatch 2. There's no reason that they can't do that. Although they did say, state that they may be looking at early 2021 instead of late in the year 2021 for next year's. So Yeah, and I didn't guess, they... I guess we'll see that. Didn't they explicitly say that they're not going to be doing a virtual BlizzCon, BlizzCon this year? Or that there's no plans as of yet? Like, they're open right. to it, but there's no plans? Yeah, isn't that right. weird? It says online event early next year. So they're talking about 2021. But every year, like I never, I've never gone to an in-person BlizzCon. It just hasn't worked out, and it's really expensive. Uh, but I've always done the virtual one. Like I can find forty bucks, and I like, I like the digital goodies. Um, and I guess so, my, sorry, I guess my counterpoint to them doing it, like look at Battlegrounds for instance. When they showed Battlegrounds on that stream, the majority of people that weren't there thought it looked stupid. Like a lot of people said, like. This looks like nonsense. It looks random, blah, blah, blah. And it took all the people who were at BlizzCon playing it that I trusted to say, like, no, 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 guys. This is awesome. This is the biggest thing to happen to Hearthstone in years. So maybe they're afraid that if they show something new at BlizzCon virtually, no one gets a chance to get their mitts on it. Then all the haters start trolling on Twitter. And the next thing you know, Blizzard has bad press. I could see that being uh, a reason why. But I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I get it. I mean, well, and I think you can, it's very easy to, like you guys are saying, um, we could put on, uh, you could put on a virtual event, but without the crowds there, um, it's like, Oh, who's in the audience that's going to clap for you. You know, who's, uh, going to be out there to like test the new games and who's going to protest. (laughs) well and if you have bands playing for nobody right that's kind of weird and i don't know who's gonna boo when they ask if you have phones (laughs) (laughs) even though apparently china loved that announcement at blizzcon last year it was actually pretty fun so uh the demo that they had up for the mobile version yeah yeah, they just announce stuff in a weird way sometimes. They do. You know, I think everyone was upset about the tournament mode. I don't know, man. I'm super excited for Diablo 4. It looks freaking amazing. So, And you'll get um, to play it by the time your kid has his own kid. Yeah. I mean, as long as I can play it before I die, then I'm good. So <laughs> I'm not in a rush. I've got so many games sitting between GOG and Steam. I've got so many games to play that I'm not in a rush. Um, but Commander. To, but and Commander. So yeah, so this week on Born to Be Magic, we have spent the entire week p- playing Commander on Cockatrice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. This week I've played a little bit of Hearthstone. I cleared my quests for the most part, but I guess I'll just I'll just come out and say it. I'm bored right now. When it comes to Hearthstone, maybe I'm just a little oversaturated from playing so much. When uh, with all this COVID stuff, I haven't been at work in I don't can tell you how long. I'm over two months now. I've been sitting over two years and no, two months. But <laughs> I've been I, I've been at home for a long time now, and I guess I I think I overdid it last year or last month. You know, like I think I might have oversaturated myself or maybe it's just quest mage is a problem and <laughs> like demon hunter is a little too too much i don't know maybe it's that like it's hard to say but all i know is that like i've been enjoying my time in thl playing again like uh in that mode but i haven't been enjoying the ladder so much i barely play i hit rank four early in the month and i've 
maybe touched rank three for a minute. And I've just, I haven't had that oomph to want to play Hearthstone. And I'm hoping it comes back. Like, I would love this new, this new adventure is coming in two weeks. And I know that'll get me. And, um, yeah, I'm just hoping that it, that it keeps getting me. And thank God for THL. Otherwise, I don't think I would be, uh, I don't think I'd be playing very much at all right now. So I'm very happy that we have that resource. THL has been an absolute blast, I think. And I don't know. I mean, so the, so, this is the second month in a row that I've hit legend like really early in the month too. And I have zero desire to like have some kind of top legend ladder finish. And so or I, skill. <laughs> or skill for that matter. <laughs> no, I just play quest mage. I don't you don't even need skill. <laughs> That's not true by the way, but uh, no. Um, so I hit early and then I, you know, then I'm in like dumpster, dumpster legend and have no, really no desire to grind. So I'll like, okay, I saw Chris, um, Chris Sierra from blizzard hit legend again this month in standard with a uh, Reno mage. And so I took his list and I kind of been jamming that a little bit, but THL has been a blast. Uh, this week I played against electric sheep city and we had a match that went to five games. Um, and when I, I'll tell you, when I saw the list that he was running, it was Mechathune Warlock, Mechathune Priest, Mechathune Rogue, and Galakron Warrior. And I swear to God, I thought that they were like meme decks. I mean, I know that I know that um, Mechathune Warlock is a, is a total thing, and it's good, so I banned it. And the other ones, um, I totally underestimated. And that when you can combo off, holy crap, they are really really strong and especially when you can hem it on turn five or six like there's just nothing i could do those decks are super fun um so i I may be borrowing those lists uh but anyways thl has been a blast and um oh by the way with electric cheap city he said he did record them and will be uh posting that on youtube yeah he's such a he's such a nice guy he asked me first hey uh, do you mind if I uh, record these so I can put them on YouTube? And I said, yeah, no problem. That's great. And it was a great match. Uh, they were, it was incredible matches. And um, he totally ruined my, my Reno priest or my Reno mage by shuffling a bunch of bombs into my deck. And I was barely able to eke out the win, but um, it was a really, really fun series. So just big props to him for um, the good matches. And, and I'm actually excited to see, uh, the YouTube video when it comes out from his end, what it looked like. And, um, yeah. And you, and you crushed it for us. Like our born to be wild. We're uh, second place in the Brown division alongside uh, Danny donuts is on our team. And uh, yeah, we're second place there and it, it feels pretty good, you know, to kind of strut our stuff a little bit and show people that we don't just talk. We also play from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> hey, so I know I don't I don't know about you, Craig, but I saw that Danny uh, this week is playing against Mike Mike Lowe, and yeah. they're going to be streaming their matches, uh, I believe, on Sunday. So oh, cool! I'll be there for to watch it for sure. Uh, my match won't be streamed. We're playing a little later at night tomorrow. Um, but uh, I'm excited to watch Danny play. I'm kind of happy I'm not streaming because I'm undefeated right now. And I'm the, I think the only, there might be one other player in THL that in the wild series that's undefeated right now. And, uh, it's just too much pressure already. So that if it gets streamed, I'm going to misplay. I just know it. Okay. So for anybody that knows Craig, he is very, very, very humble. So having this, um, and, and so then they, then they crowned him player of the week. 
and it made him even more humble. <laughs> yeah. I, I went on. Oh, yeah, I guess I should plug that. I went on uh, THL's uh, Wild uh, Showdown, Wild, Wild and Out. That's their podcast uh, to talk about everything wild THL. And I went on there and I might have mentioned three to six times that I'm player of the week. And <laughs> it's because I know I'll never get to say this kind of stuff again. So I got to enjoy it while it lasts. By the end of the season, right now I'm four and oh, by the end of the season, I'll probably be four and four. <laughs> we have faith in you. Hey, Thanks. you've been, you've I been doing me. great. And I, it's been interesting. So I saw this week, you, you I don't know if, if this was on purpose or not. We haven't talked about it, uh, but it looks like you're bringing all the same decks that I brought. <laughs> so yeah, I'm thoroughly I, I actually, entertained by that. <laughs> I, well, what I did is uh, last week I, I was in a rush. So I copied, I looked at like a few people's lineups that I liked and I took your lineup, which was uh, Reno Mage, uh, Reno Priest, Jade's. Is it Jade Druid? No, no, no okay. Druid. Uh, Q Block and, yeah. uh, and the Galacron Warrior. Yes, and I liked your lineup a lot. So then uh, this week I was going to bring a whole new lineup. I was getting ready to do it. And I fell asleep. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and in THL, when you fall asleep, uh, you your decks roll over from last week. So I'm really hoping that he didn't uh, target target the lineup I played last week because uh, could be rough. This week will be a rough one. I'm playing against uh, Mechathune, uh, Mechathune build. Like I think every deck he has is a is an OTK combo deck. So. It will be difficult to win with the mage, I think. So I'm I will a little worried. I'll tell you that. So the mage that I've been playing is uh, it's it's a Reno mage, but not a not the quest. It's all it's like death rattle stuff um, with Nizoth, yeah. and it is a absolute blast. Like if I didn't, I've got a thousand wins with mage, so I'm not really trying to play it very much on ladder, but I would totally play it on ladders. So fun. Yeah, I played it last week in THL and it did very well for me. So I'm it's, excited to try. I it. have to give it, it's Memnarch's list. So yeah, I heard he's good. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> so he's been on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. He taught yeah, us. He, he taught he us how to play. Uh, yeah, he is in THL actually, and unfortunately, and he hosts that podcast that that I guested on. The nice. THL uh, yeah, he's very, very, very good. He's usually in yeah, top 10 legend finishes. He taught us how to play Reno Priest. And that actually, then I hit legend with it a couple days later. It was great. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people don't know this, but Memnarch actually really likes Priest. <laughs> how many Joke. wins does he have with it? Like 10,000 or some obscene number? Yeah, it's, a lot. it's a lot. He has almost as many wins as Guy Grumpy has dust in his collection. Or... <laughs> You know what I mean? Extra, extra gold, extra packs in his collection. Um. Anyway, so yeah, like this. Anyway, I I just wanted to say that that wild's a little boring. Let me know if you guys f agree with me or if I'm way off base here. Maybe I'm just uh, maybe I'm just a little dated from being home all the time. I hope that's the case because I love this game and I just can't wait for it to be shooken up a little bit. I don't know about you guys. I caught myself, like you were talking about being home a lot. I mean, I've been working a lot, but I caught myself in this kind of like COVID depression funk for a couple of days where it was just like, uh, just all the crap that's going on in the, in the world right now is just not super happy. And I got out of it, but like, good grief. If you let me go on a tangent, I can tell you the quickest story about, uh, a little bit of an embarrassing story about me getting into the COVID dumps. Oh, please. 
Okay, so last week, uh, me and my girlfriend, we had a date night that we said, you know what, like, we've been stuck in this house together all these times. Let's have a date night to kind of, like, really focus on each other rather than just be sitting next to each other, you know? So I said, perfect. And I kind of set expectations where I was excited for it just because I I haven't been leaving. She's working. I'm not. So I'm really just, you know, sad and stuff. And so we go, we're, we're having date night and we get into a fight in the morning uh and then we're going to return and the whole the moral of the story though is that every like keep in mind everything goes wrong today so we we're we're donating a bunch of clothes that we cleaned out of the house and turns out all the donation bids in my city are are closed down because uh you know because of covid and then um on the way to the to go to pick up uh some stuff for for our some furniture for our house the road that we're taking is closed, so we have to take a different way. And then we get home, and but we're like, it's okay. At least tonight, when we hit, when we get to hang out, we'll get to watch. Uh, we're gonna watch Joker together with Joaquin Phoenix. We're really excited about that. I even tweeted about how excited I am to see it. And then um, I'm ordering popcorn because we wanted the movie theater experience. So I'm ordering popcorn on Uber Eats, and uh, I go to order it. There it is. I punch in my order. It's like eight fifty nine. I'm making my order. Whatever. Go to checkout. The restaurant closes at nine, so oh, I just God. so I just miss it. Right now, I'm getting a little and like inside, I'm actually starting to get a little anxious. I'm getting a little pissed off and frustrated, but I don't want to hide it because it's date night. So then we go to watch the Joker, and we and we we go to watch Joker, and we put it on uh, our our list like a week away a week ahead of time. It was two bucks to rent on or five bucks to rent on uh, YouTube, and it was five bucks to rent on Cineplex. So we're like, okay, we're gonna. We're gonna watch Joker. We go to go. We go to get it, and now that's only for sale for thirty dollars. They're no longer renting. Oh, jeez! I'm sorry. Oh yeah. No, it it gets worse, Nate. So then I go. Okay, I'm going for a smoke. I go outside, have a smoke, and I come back in, and I'm like, all right, we'll find a different movie to watch. And Tiana goes, "Good news, Joker's Joker's on Crave now, which is Crave is like HBO for Canadians." And I'm like, "Oh, perfect. Let's watch it." We go to watch it. I'm finally back in a good mood. Only the trailer was on Crave, not the movie. (laughs) And at that point, I'm just sitting there, and my girlfriend's like, "What is? What? What are you doing?" She looks over, and I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm telling you, Tiana had the exact same reaction. She goes, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "It's just, it's stupid." She goes, "What's wrong?" I'm like. (laughs) Joker's not on the TV. <laughs> she just starts laughing out of control. But the moral of the story being like the little things can start to get to you during this COVID. I, can time. I? I just, I saw Joker in the theater, and I will Don't tell you. Me. Oh no! All I'm gonna it's an it, Joaquin Phoenix deserves awards for that movie. It is an absolutely incredible performance. It is one of the most depressing movies that I have ever seen. So I, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're trying to get out of the COVID funk, like I don't know that that is the greatest movie to watch. Insane. Go watch something with Steve Carell or something. I mean, geez. actually, the, I guess I should give the happy ending to that story. Is we ended up watching uh, Good Boys. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. <clears throat> it's a uh, Seth Rogen wrote a movie that's it's basically a Seth Rogen and Friends movie, except it's starring like three nine year old boys. It's really funny. They get into a lot of trouble. They have to. So they they have drugs and they want to give them to dare because they don't want people doing it. it's a good movie i would check it out it's a funny little comedy no, oh that's good anyway yeah. sorry about the tangent i just wanted to speak on uh why maybe i'm i've been a little upset with uh with the with the game lately i think it's more external factors than hearthstone or yeah internal factors, whatever most of the time it is i think that 
those external factors will play in. Like I work from home anyway, so COVID you would think wouldn't really affect me as much, but just not having that option, like not being able to set up a fireside gathering or go to the online broadcasters association where would be my break from, from the home life has been, it's been a real challenge and lately it's been getting worse. So yeah. although, although it's going to be a little extended for us because of the kid at home um, with, with, extra caution being taken uh we're still ready for everything to start opening back up and hopefully hopefully safely it's starting you know i mean it's interesting i've had to work this whole time um i uh for good or bad i'm and considered an essential employee and uh i was really enjoying when everybody was home because like if i had to go pick up dinner or i had to go do something like it was just empty it was wonderful and like you know i can wear a mask that's cool um, I look like a ninja and it makes me feel special. Um, and now that we're slowly starting to reopen, like everything is packed. I went to the post office to mail the posters that from the last week's giveaway and the post office was packed. We went to pick up dinner and the restaurant was packed. It's like, Oh my God. And yeah, so, it's worse too with the social distancing part where you, it feels even busier than it is. Yeah. Cause you gotta, you gotta stand apart and only so many people can come in the building anyways. Thank God we play a digital card game, which we, I promise we talked about. Oh, do we talk? Is that? Yes. I'm sorry. I forgot what show we were on. Uh, yeah. That's my bad. There's not very much news. So I feel okay. Like I, I, um, like my only interactions with humans have been work people and, and home people and i just uh i'm just enjoying talking to you guys so <laughs> i don't even yeah. care what it's about it's great uh well, yeah with that said we'll just do like 45 more minutes on covid and then we'll <laughs> jump back into her oh god okay so the only other real news that is out was that um our story mode solo content demon hunter comes out in two weeks um I I'm excited for it, although it's really it's kind of like it's been such a long time that I kind of forgot it was happening. Because like well, the the we're expansion card too, right? I don't know. I are we? I don't remember. Maybe yeah, chat can I tell think us. So because it's uh, it's an adventure, not a. Oh, that'd be fun. That you know what, Craig? That'll shake it up for you a little bit. That's um, what I said earlier. You weren't listening. I <laughs> blame it on the COVID funk. Uh, but yeah, so the set released on April 7th, uh, which I remember because my wife's birthday is April 6th, and I always spend a lot of money on Hearthstone for her birthday. <laughs> it's just bad, bad timing. But uh, anyways, so it has now been almost two full months, a little bit less. Uh, it's been about... Feels like, a, feels like a long two months. It's been, yeah, I mean... So anyways, so we've got two more weeks and then we get the Ashes of Outland story. And what they typically do with solo content is release. Like there will be four wings and they'll release one per week. Um, but if we're getting new cards, that'll be fun. Um, just to have, I remember when um, One Night in, in Karazhan came out and the cards that were released actually had a pretty big impact on the meta. Some more than others, you know. I don't think you know Morose has ever seen any play, but um, it didn't quest uh, Rogue for two days. That's true. I remember that. <laughs> and, 
but uh, some of those um, Medivh's valet is he was huge in in Secret Mage, still is, and the curator was pretty big for a little while. Some of these cards, I mean, it's just really yeah. fun. Well, even the last adventure we got him big in, and we got uh, I forget what uh, questing explorer. Yeah, Risky Skipper, which not as big and wild, but we also got uh, questing the quest guy, the mm-hmm. licensed licensed adventurer. We got the four mana two three legendary that cares about quests. Like we got the adventures always do yeah. shake up enough, right? That poo free now. Yeah, and it's free. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We usually have to pay for it, so that'll be fun. So I guess, do you guys know um, these new cards that are coming out? Is it going to be for all classes, or it's just going to be Demon Hunter? Like I'm pretty sure there's an adventure coming out, Nate. Like a full adventure. Maybe I'm wrong. Am I insane? Like I'm looking it up. No, God. I mean, I don't know. I literally like yeah, I. I don't uh, think they've released the information about it yet. So. There's been. It's kind of weird because they they did that with Ashes uh, of Outlands too. That I felt like they announced it pretty close to the release uh, as well. So they're getting better at hiding hiding that information until the last minute, which I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know. I don't know. Like, during. I, uh, it feels annoying to me. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I wish that we had at least like right? it would be nice to have a couple, you know, one to two weeks to get hyped up about it, or to like a mini, you know, I, review. I imagine or, we'll, we'll hear something next week. Uh, we probably will. See, you know why? You know why this is disturbing for us is because for the last like what was it? The last two three shows. They've announced the nerfs and buffs like half an hour before we start recording. And so it's been the perfect timing for the show. Um, or one time they announced the nerfs like mid recording and we stopped the show, re- like covered all the nerfs and, and and carried on from there. And so not knowing what's going on is like, come on, it's Friday. You're supposed to tell us. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyways. Next Friday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah i'm hoping we see something soon so one last one last question i have for you about streaming you're part of f2k right uh so i'm on the tail end of my tenure with f2k comnet not with f2k the the main team okay how yeah how does that work just i ask because we know a lot of people like f2k is a huge group our our buddy Slizzle is part of F2K. Our buddy Astral Flame, who's in the chat by the way, is part of uh, F2K and a handful of other folks. Uh, but I don't, you know, I'm. People keep telling me to to stream, and um, <laughs> we stream this show, but that's about it. Uh, but at some point, I'd like to. But I'm just curious. Um, yeah, what's uh, what's the scoop? So with uh, with Comnet, it's kind of a community team. They have a main team that uh, they focus on, you know, top top of the line content creators. Uh, the Comnet then is more about bringing in more community, helping helping and supporting that other uh, by giving more views and uh, people showing the ads for the sponsors and things. It's really something that you get what you put in, put into it, and maybe you don't get. Uh, equal amounts of what you put in versus what you get back there's things like sponsorships opportunities and uh quests that you can do that you earn team points for that you can spend on things like raiding uh getting a raid from a larger streamer or from the community itself and and things like that uh actually last week uh i announced 
or we announced that I'm starting a new team uh, called Hype Horizon uh, with a couple of my friends. Oh, rock and roll. Focused on, uh, on the competitive side. So we've got a couple of the young guns that are up and comers, uh, both in the streaming world and in the competitive scene on uh, Liquid Ox and Gamer RVG. Uh, and I, I'm co-founder with Vanga Dragon and uh, D-Money Games. So Nice. Uh, we're hoping to, to kind of take that next level and be more like the top level team uh, to provide sponsorship opportunities and um you know sponsored uh equipment things like that uh that's super cool yeah absolutely um i'm excited to hear that so very cool thanks for letting me plug it oh please you know no no plug away i'm and that's that's exciting news um that's that's really exciting news so i'm happy for you congratulations so it's Hype Horizon. The Zen is Z E N because we're a bunch of chill streamers. Ah, there you go. As well as hype. So I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, we we need sponsors, Craig. Right? <laughs> yeah. We but this, this episode is brought to you by Tim Hortons, where we have good coffee and great donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and and by diet and coke <laughs> and your patreon members that uh, you mentioned earlier yeah let's be honest this show's brought to you by pug ugly and, and Shokunin. Shokunin. yeah yeah and then a little bit by Metsy. like metsy pays for like maybe the light bill it pays and, for your uh, for your tim hortons <laughs> yeah 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 the reach is only in canada <laughs> yeah. oh, God. i, I you know I, one in ohio that i go to Whoa, I didn't know that. I've been calling it Tom Hortons just to mess with Craig. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, how about you guys like to start talking about some of these decks that uh Oh yeah, can we but wait, wait, hold on. So what um I wanna I wanna give a couple shout outs real quick because okay, you so uh, something that we have started doing um relatively recently with the show has been shouting out first time wild legend players and have been getting some good feedback. And I think what we see, like was it last week or the week before we had almost none, but it's almost the end of the month. I've got seven this week. Beauty. Let's spout them off. Yeah. Okay. So first up, um, Michael Princell, um, shout outs to cream puff for using his reno togwaggle pre stack 33 to 11 from diamond nine to legend for the first time ever so michael congratulations that's super cool uh love to hear it and cream puff is one of the homies so we really yeah. uh really like to hear it um nm birthree first time in wild odd demon hunter uh the disruption is nuts between blowtorch and mana burn volpira gives extra spells to test for disruption too um so very cool that's what i used as well um and the mana disruption i really like it um okay we have um jamie mcgahy i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right i apologize uh but uh first time first time legend seven game win streak with demon hunter um very cool yeah that's a that's a nice win streak too yeah and then uh, French player Ellison, uh, finally legend after four years. Um, so thank you for those who give me passion and listed a handful of people, and that's super cool. And I think after playing for that long, like man, by that time, like you want it bad. So um, that's exciting. 
let's see. Two of Clubs. Got Legend for the first time. Want to thank uh, Slizzle. YouTube videos was playing Reno Priest and Pirate Warrior. Uh, after rank three, went on a win streak with Reno Quest Mage, um, which is super cool. Uh, one that I missed from the last week, uh, it slid in like right before the show from May 21st, was um, the id DM. Uh, using hit wild legend with beardy man like uh, one of our one of our favorite folks um use beardy, my, beardy sorry, man's murloc my, paladin yes please do yeah i'm gonna do my impression of beardy man <clears throat> hello it's me beardy man i love you night wolf it's me beardy man <laughs> that's pretty good but you didn't swear enough <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Beardy Man does have a potty mouth. We have to get him on the show soon, too. He's a really, really funny Brit. He is hilarious, and he's got incredible stories. Do you know that he delivered his son? Uh, Where? It, like, in the back of a car, I think. or some. It was some crazy thing. Like, they couldn't make it to the hospital in time. Like, uh, who did he deliver it to? <laughs> <laughs> but um, That's human trafficking name. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's pretty good. I would love to have him back on the show. Beardy Man, if you're listening, please. I know he's been um, working this whole time that COVID hit. He posted some picture of himself in his full-on ET spacesuit. Um, and I think he had he had this giant beard and he had to trim it. It feels so sad for him. Beardy Man, phone home. <laughs> um, and then uh, our final one is uh, also a good friend of the show hanging out in our Discord and stuff. Um, since the into the wild days is uh swuka chest i'm probably totally mispronouncing that is it swuka 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 chest um, chest i'm not sure name i'm not good at pronouncing stuff i'm canadian you see the worst part is he he uses jerry seinfeld as his avatar and so every time i see it like my brain goes i can't pronounce this name it's jerry and <laughs> anyways first time wild legend first time double legend uh, eventually got there with Odd Demon Hunter, played a lot of different decks along the way. Murloc Paladin, Even Shaman, Odd Warrior, and Goku's LPG Reno Mage. Um, so congratulations, dude. I would just I, I love seeing these. It makes me happy inside. Um, and so for those of you listening, like please send them send them our way. If you you hit legend for the first time, tag us um, or email us or reach out and we'd love to see it. So Anyways, uh, yeah, so you want to talk decks? We got a couple decks. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. All right. All right. Uh, okay, so first up, it's a Pirate Warrior with uh, Sky Captain Craig. Yeah? Yeah. That's me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, kind of like I don't mind the Sky Captain um, in this deck. Like it's, it feels, it feels a little, a little uh, ambitious. But have you got a chance to try it at all? I, you know what, I've, I haven't, I haven't played pirates, I, I got it to but pretty late last night. So uh, I've been playing it uh, a fair amount. It was a recommendation to replace Lotheb with uh, the Sky Captain, um, just for help with some of the matchups that I was really struggling with. And you can get you can get him out pretty early, and and he he does make a difference in some of those longer matchups uh, that you you have a little bit of trouble pushing through, like uh, priest, 
I, I thought Lothab would be much better versus Priest, but it turns out he, he can turn the corner for you. Same against Demon Hunter. The odd Demon Hunter has a decent time keeping tabs on your um, on your pirates. So uh, you often will get to turn seven and still have to play him as a, a seven mana, but he's that extra damage that you need to, to finish off and win that race. Well, so and it's one of the few really cards that still has charge, right? Right. I mean, he's no cane, but... Uh... <laughs> he's one of the only, like, old-school legendaries that I don't think I own. Like, I think I'll have to give him a craft, but I think it might be about time. I've always liked him, you know? Like, whenever I've gotten him randomly, I've always been excited. So I think, I think I'll give him a craft and try this deck out. When I first yeah. saw it, like, I was, I was confused because I always get Sky Captain Crag confused with the... Um, there's a newer... The uh, pirate legend that when you if you played a quest it gives you the parrot with rush and i always confuse the two because the artwork looks similar well and they I both have the craig oh do they what's yeah what's that one called true you know you're asking the wrong guy <laughs> yeah, he's a sky something Ch chat guy. help <laughs> sky barge sky barge craig it's a it's something like that guy. I played a lot of it in Reno in uh, Reno Quest Manager. I know. I Sky General. Sky General. Right. Sky General, Craig. There you go. Uh, yes, and I can't even I can't even say Craig. It's always Craig. So yeah, just... I always say I say the same thing whenever I'm <laughs> whenever I'm playing Magic. Windscarred Craig is like one of my favorite lands. <laughs> <laughs> so I Definitely don't know. Re is reminiscent there. So the, the other thing, uh, it's a very fast deck. Uh, obviously, the, the thing that stuck out to me when I first started playing it is there's two caches for drawing your one weapon. So there's sometimes some dead cards. Uh, but the Ankar is so important uh, in the match in any matchup that you really want to make sure you have one of those or Ankar in, in your opening hand uh, or opening few draws. I See, I've got conflicting reports on this one from, like, pretty good players that say, like, some of them say that Ankar is a keep, and then some of them say that Ankar is a toss. And, like, for me, I have a hard time wanting to toss it, but they justified saying that if you don't have a few ways to buff your weapon, then you don't want to keep Ankar in your hand. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I've I've found... Uh, and granted, I've used it just to climb from four to one. I'm at, I'm currently at diamond one and three stars, so Ooh. I haven't pushed over uh, quite yet. Uh, but I, f I found that I really want it in my hand because I'm not playing a lot early anyway. Uh, that because you have the uh, the barge and the ship's cannon, uh, that you usually do better to drop your pirates on like turn four. So if you can have the weapon up on turn three and then turn four follow it up with a, a three mana uh, or two or three mana um, barge or um, cannon and a one mana um, pirate then you're dropping a lot of direct damage like for uh, sure uh, yeah all all right up front so uh so yeah i i find that it's been a keep i can see why you would throw it back because you do have two ways of re of pulling it and otherwise that those two cards are completely wasted but um i've had some pretty good fortunes there yeah i will say that if you are 
I don't want to signal anyone out, but if you're like a, a Zeddy, for instance, someone who gets really frustrated with games, or maybe a Craig of Canada on a bad day, um, this deck might not be for you because there is a lot of low rolls with this deck between the dead uh, the dead tutors, like the cashier course, the course well, the course cache can be a dead card. Patches is almost a dead card. You got uh, yeah. even like the the what are they called? The parachuters? Like they can be pretty bad if you draw them at the wrong time. So I will say, get ready to tilt here and there because you will tilt here and there with this deck. That being said, you can win on turn four, turn five sometimes. And that's also yeah. super cool. I, I won last night on stream a couple of times on turn three. So I, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I mean, it's, I think it's a good deck, especially for people who have limited time where, um, you know, I mean with pirate warrior, you're going to win or you're going to lose within about five minutes one way or the other. Like you don't have, it's not a Reno priest versus Reno priest matchup. That's going to take half an hour. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's pretty cool. Ships cannon is one of my favorite cards. So having ships cannon and sky barge in the same deck, um, you know, when you can be dropping out, uh, little shark fin fans or parachute brigands, um, you play a deckhand and patches pops out like you can do some pretty crazy stuff but yeah it's like that turn three was i coined out a ship's cannon on turn one played the second one on turn two played the sky barge on three and they were all active when i had two paratroopers oh uh, gross another one so it just was like full board all, all pirates hitting faces it was it felt kind of bad for the opponent or at least I would if they weren't if they weren't priests, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought priest is your favorite deck to queue into on ladder. Oh no, not at all. I'm I'm very much an aggro player, so. Uh, I'm sorry that the sarcasm didn't. My chat. <laughs> no, no, it was. I just have to to make sure that... at the at the sound of hearing priests, you know. <laughs> yeah, you have to make sure that they cannot take this out of context. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, I was I was saying the other day I dipped my toes in standard a little bit here and there, and um, the the what is it Galacron pre, priest? Mm -hmm. It's just full on fun police. Like it's just it's it's not fun. It's got a bunch of bad cards in it, and it still wins. And like I thought, random effects from mage were annoying. Like random cards from priest are super annoying. Um, I'm just gonna stop, but like That's, it was, uh, I just like, <laughs> so I, I do play a lot of standard too, and it's it's kind of a meme status now when it's priest against priest that people will auto concede. So I heard the um, the casters complaining about it the other day that, like, oh no, we have to cast a priest versus priest match, we'll see you guys in two hours, and <laughs> right. it's kind of reminiscent of uh early last year when you had the resurrect priest versus the odd warrior oh yeah it's hard to believe that's only been a year ago or odd warrior versus odd warrior matchups at the competitive level and the games were taking literally an hour and reaching turn limits some of the time so isn't that crazy yeah hey yeah. so were you you've been playing this game for a long long time um were you did you i don't know about your collection status but do you recall um what is it pirates the parrot that you used to get as a reward for collecting all the pirates mm -hmm. and uh murkai as a reward for collecting all the the murlocs 
Yeah, I got uh, those. I didn't get the golden ones before they went Hall of Fame, uh, unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah. The gold. I, I didn't play as much. I have crafted them since, so my entire uh, Hall of Fame um, collection is gold. Oh, but... nice. Wait, how did you? How could you get golden Merkai and golden? Um... Craft them now. Yeah, but no. How did you, was were they available as rewards before? Yeah. So if you collected all of the, uh, so you first you had to get to level sixty on all of your characters to unlock all of the. Um, pirates and then you had to buy mm -hmm. into the classic set enough to have all the pirates from that so once you had all the pirates unlocked from the basic and classic set then that would unlock the golden version of the uh, oh. parrot and the and murkai huh okay and yeah, i would say crafting golden cards is new to me so i um not quite not quite there yet but i like i i murkai is one of my favorite cards too i love that card yeah so he's fun in battlegrounds too <laughs> do you play a lot of that uh when it first came out i did um but still it's more off stream i don't find it's as uh, fun or competitive as the as the main game uh, my girlfriend plays a lot and i watch a lot because you know it, it is a good way to chill out and take a break from uh the tilt of ladder but I really haven't played a lot since the dragons came out. That just changed everything so much. I, I really struggle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I enjoy it and I love the concept. I'm not that good at it. I'm okay. It's like I either get first place or seventh place. It's very weird. Uh, and I, sometimes it's like, am I, am I doing well on purpose or am I getting lucky? I don't know. But I don't play it enough to really. Um. I don't know. That's fair. But I bet you seeing what their next mode is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Next time around August. Yeah, actually, that's a you know maybe it's a good a good segue. Do you have any um, any any guesses, if you will, for what you think this new play mode will be? I mean, the only thing that I've heard revealed is they said, "Hey, don't dust your wild cards because you can use them in this new game mode." Not that that right. you know means much of anything, but I don't know. Do you have any um, predictions? I don't have any informed predictions, but I'm kind no, of but thinking wild speculation. Uh, yeah, wild speculation. And I'm thinking something more along the lines of a minion masters, um, which I don't know if you've played. It's it's kind of a card game too, where you play the cards and then they slowly traipse up across the map to uh, like a uh, tower defense almost. Oh, mode. So interesting. No, I've never played it before, but. We, you know, we kept thinking it's going to be, um, you know, some kind of different format of Hearthstone is, you know, is it a, you know, a commander type thing where it's, you know, Highlander singleton decks, uh, is it going to be 60 card decks? Is it going to be, um, you know, limited to certain formats like, um, Hey, you can create a deck, but it's going to, it's only going to be, um, Naxxramas and Blackrock Mountain, you know, or. You know, is it going to be something where they rotate the format every you know month or like Actually, that time that, when that would make a lot of sense uh like rotate it with arena so hey you can play constructed with the sets that are available in arena i you know sometimes they i know that they will test um new ideas in the form of tavern brawl and and then i guess it was 
about a year ago when they brought a bunch of handful of wild cards into standard for, I don't know, about a month or so. Uh, said, hey, we're, we're going to try this out. Uh, here's a dozen wild cards and you can play them in standard for the next month or six weeks or whatever it was. Um, and that just, it, it, I don't know, kind of twisted the whole meta around. So evolve shaman just dominated. Yes. Yes. Shaman is a funny class, I think, because it's either like the absolute nuts or it's really terrible. And, uh, I, I guess we're currently in terrible mode. Although I had a couple friends just okay. hit legend with a big shaman in, in wild. So, I, I mean, there's some fringe stuff. So I play against a lot of viewers on my uh, channel and people have been bringing some big shamans. So I feel like that's coming back. And I've always felt like the Murloc shaman still is viable. Um, it, it still has some struggles right now and I need to tune mine uh, a little bit better, but um I, I still have a lot of faith that there's enough card draw and enough uh, buffs on the Murlocs that you... mm -hmm. shamans shaman doesn't have to be at bottom tier right now. That's actually because everything is popular. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's a really good segue because the other deck that you brought, let me pull it up here, is a Murloc Shaman list. Um, and I personally have been just absolutely steamrolled by. You know, I mean, it, it's not very intimidating to have a board full of one ones, but when they all get buffed and buffed and buffed, and then you play any fin can ha or uh, every fin is awesome, like essentially for free, and they get even more buffed. Uh, it is absolutely nutty, and um, I don't know. Especially when you're getting more from the underbelly angler, that every murloc that you play gives you another murloc. Then that's that was the big problem with the murloc decks before uh was that you just couldn't you couldn't keep up you would drop the one ones they weren't very intimidating and then they died and then you had no cards in your hand but now you can keep a pretty good set of cards in your hand um through through that so and and also because you're a shaman you have some options for uh the plague of murlocs to help you with the really bad matchups like uh, Warlock, uh, which can throw out a whole bunch of large creatures or minions for little mana investment. Oh, uh, so man. I will tell you... Void Lords on turn five into random Murlocs is very helpful. Yeah, I was going to say, like, as a... I, Warlock is my favorite class, and I play a lot of cube, and nothing makes me more upset than I play a cube or I play a Malganus or something awesome, and then it turns into a random Murloc. <laughs> it's okay. just, you're muted, bud. There you have go. Have you ever got Have you ever got lethaled by a uh, old Merc guy off of a uh, off of a Plague of Murlocs? Because that feels terrible. <laughs> that does. Feel <laughs> Although, because you play the the Plague of Murlocs, uh, then you have a chance to react to it at least. At least it's more like. Uh, it's something more reactive. Imagine if you, you oh, see, I mean, I've, I've gotten plagued like the other way. You know what I mean? Like they played Plague of Murlocs and then oh, they yeah. got the old Merc Eye, yeah, and yeah. then they swung for the win. Good for you. You did oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I got three once. Wow. Wow. That's intense. So, That's like battle. Did they turn into a golden triple? <laughs> <laughs> right? They should have. 
turn him into a four eight uh, with <laughs> a plus one plus or plus two plus two for every Murloc. That would be nice, right? Yeah, I don't. I, looking at this list, and, and granted, you know, we do the show live now and, and is primarily, um, I, I look at it as YouTube content, but this is really a podcast on art. So uh, a lot of times we forget to go over the list. Um, so I can do that. But I was going to say, looking at this list, I don't know what half these cards do. You'll have to, we'll have to walk through it maybe. Uh, so this list, uh, it's got two Murloc Tide Callers, two Mermies, Sir Finley Murgleton, two Sludge Slurpers, uh, two Fish Flingers, one copy of Ghost Light Angler, two copies of Soul of the Murloc, two Underbelly Anglers. That card is just absolutely bonkers. Uh, two Cold Light Oracles, two Cold Light Seers, two Murloc War Leaders, one copy of Plague of Murlocs, two Primal Fin Lookouts, one copy of uh, Felfin Navigator, two Murloc Tasty Fins, the Legendary Scargill, two copies of Corrupted Seer, and one copy of Every Fin is Awesome. So I'm happy. I'm just happy to report that I think I know what every card in this deck does. That's good. What? Uh, okay, okay. That let's let's have a test. What in the heck is a new? It's a new card, right? What does Felfin Navigator do? I have no idea. Four mana, four four. Give your minion, your Murlocs plus one plus one. Wow, that's exactly right. What does Murloc that, Tasty Fin do? Is that have the death rattle? Is it draw Murloc or something? Tasty Fin draw two Murloc. Two. Wow. The only. I'll be honest though. The only reason I knew about uh, about Felfin Navigator is because of Battlegrounds. <laughs> I'll be straight up. <laughs> And then Corrupted Seer does damage to all non-Murlocs. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yes. two damage. I think, yeah, some of these I know just because of Battlegrounds. So, and does then, angler, angler is Echo? No, anytime. Ghost Angler. Uh, uh, Underbelly. Oh, I think he is so, Echo. So funny story on that one. I was playing. So one of the things on my stream in the middle of the year uh, last year was I was really focused on playing a lot of Murlocs. So they even... I even got a nickname of Old Man Murloc, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're pretty good at that. Uh, so I was playing wild games with my Murloc Shaman, and I was down to a, a pretty intense game, and I was like, oh, I just need my Angler, and I'll win. The Thinking the Underbelly Angler, because I needed to boost the... Uh, the Murloc... Uh, Tiny fin, tide collar. Yeah, uh, no the the one that rushes that I'm drawing a blank on all the old Murkai. Murkai, right? Oh, dude, Murkai's uh, so not in this list. I just needed to throw a few of them, a few more Murdochs out to boost him to win, and so I I said, hey, universe, just give me an angler, and they gave me a ghost light angler instead. No, the wrong angler. Oh, that's <laughs> the sad. Wrong angler. And so it was bad. too expensive, I guess, for the with the for echo that, trigger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, sad. yeah. I have. A, I, I need to bring up what Nate just mentioned. Where it seems like two of the more powerful Murlocs in the in Hearthstone's existence are not in this deck. Between uh, Old Murkai specifically, and then also uh, uh, Finja is also not in the deck. I know that she, he's a little slower nowadays, but um, I'm surprised no Old Murkai thoughts. Uh, so I had Murkai in initially, uh, and he's actually what I took out for the Plague of Murlocs. Um, and actually, I had a couple others in uh, instead of the Corrupted Seers. Uh, but I found that there are so many pirates and um, 
uh, faster decks that I needed something at that point to make a little bit of a difference uh, for me. So oddly, Murkai uh, did the best for me in the in the uh, matchups that I was already winning, and then in the matchups that I was losing, he didn't do enough because he only had because they were basically controlling the board, and so he only had two attack and um, at four mana. Uh, I was better off with the Felfin Navigator. Okay, uh, to, that's fair. To boost things up. I, I do want to find a way to get him back in, and I've been experimenting maybe only running one Sludge Slurper or uh, taking out the Ghost Light Angler. Um, but, you, uh, you like Flinger? I do, just because I find my, my biggest struggle with Shaman, or with Murloc's Shaman, is running out of cards. So the Fish Flinger gives me more cards. It also can mess with some of the mages that you'll run into. Wait, sorry, what does it do? I'm not familiar with it. Uh, the Fish Flinger is a 2-mana 3-2 that when you play it, the battle cry is add a random murloc to each player's hand. Oh, okay. You get one, they get one. Uh, it can mess up their their hand if they're, you know, the quest warlocks or uh, mages that are more, more reactive, even priests when they... I have too many cards in hand. I don't know. Yeah, when I, I play mostly Q block and I very typically am floating like eight, nine cards in hand. Yeah. And I definitely have to Oh, sorry, go ahead, Nate. No, 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 that's all. I mean I was gonna say, yeah, if you, you jam a crappy random Murloc in somebody's hand, now they've got ten and they're gonna burn a card. Um Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I have found that they get they seem to have better luck. The opponents always get something like a, a navigator or a scargill or or something really strong. The prime. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Murgle McGurgle. I, he's another one that I should probably put in here. I don't know why I wasn't thinking him. Yeah, that one seems like. Oh, he's a, pal he's a paladin. He's that's why. It's a paladin. Yeah. yeah. Hey, exactly. Craig, we should do a Murloc song where all the lyrics are just in McGurgles. I talked about doing that. I think I mentioned that to you in private uh, with uh, <laughs> doing like a Migo song, like a, one of those rappers. Who oh, my rap. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, know, you, you give me a beat and I go, I go, mur, 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 mur. you know, <laughs> they, don't, they don't say nothing. But um, I have to imagine that it's probably wrong not to be playing Markai. Like, I just, maybe it's not. You're the one who's been playing the deck, but like, it does just feel like such a, a, a game stealer in some situations that it feels like it would be right to play. But it, you're, it is kind of tight, though. Like I'm curious. Is... Yeah, I was curious also, like, if you would want a second, every fin is awesome or not, or is that overkill? Uh, so, again, uh, so the problem with both of those cards is it seems to be a win more card. Yeah. At least the, the way that I've been playing them, or both of them seem to be win more cards that they're, if you already have a big board, uh, that's when they're the best, and then you're already, you know, winning fast. Uh, so right. one every fin is awesome is usually what what I've found. I need to push through a couple of taunts um, and keep a murloc for, or keep a few murlocs for a second second turn around. But having two, um, oftentimes feels like you're holding two seven uh, mana spells in your hand. Uh, and having no Murlocs on the board. So that feels bad to me. I'm curious how the deck would look if you cut, like this is just what I'm thinking looking at it, is if you cut a Seer, right, to put in a second Plague of Murlocs, maybe you cut both Seers, you put in a second Plague of Murlocs, 
and an old Merc guy because those cards combo very well together. Like if your opponent has a big board uh, or they're like a big void collar board with uh, like, you know, a bunch of one threes and you play Plague of Murlocs to get rid of those taunts and then drop an old Merc guy, your old Merc guy gets buffed for their Murlocs, right? So that could be pretty, pretty powerful, but maybe it's too cute. I don't know. You should try uh, it in THL next week and <laughs> tell us how it goes. <laughs> I, I would say you'd want to be careful of getting rid of the Seers, too, because there is, there is a lot of aggro still, uh, especially with uh, Demon Hunter, and that extra couple of health can really be good. If I was going to drop something uh, at this point, I'd, I'd be looking at the, the Ghost Light Angler um, or one of the Corrupted Seers to add Murkai. Interesting. Does the Scargill feel feel good? Like when I would played it, it always felt like an awkward card. So the Scargill fits a nice place where it's a big enough minion uh, that you can kind of combo around it for the next turn, kind of like the in the uh, pirate warrior decks where um, you kind of save the ship's cannon with a couple of smaller things. Same idea goes with the Scargill, except you don't have to save just smaller things. You can save some bigger bigger ones if you can get scargill down um on turn five and follow it with a corrupted seer that's often enough to really uh, swing the board in your favor that's a good point i hadn't considered that and i think like i like the i like the concept of corrupted seer so if it does two was it two damage right to all non-murlocs yeah. mm -hmm. um i always thought it was a little bit too expensive but exactly. one of the things i noticed Scargill. playing a lot of demon hunter is that Demon Hunter has got a lot of two health minions. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if you're seeing a lot of it on ladder, it could be a full board clear. Oh, and pirates too, right? The, and pirates, yeah. The challenge is against Demon Hunter getting to turn six and still like having enough health left to make it worth it. Um, but yeah, if you can do it on turn five or even a little bit earlier, if you get Scargill out, cheated out uh, with a coin or something, uh, yeah, it's, it's really good against Demon Hunter. Yeah, I like the deck. Like, it's nice that Sludge Slooper got unnerfed so that he can actually be a good Murloc in this deck. Um, he's another I'm one I'm kind of iffy on, but since he's a one mana two one, and you do have a few other options at one, it's just he's not one that you really want to keep in your opening hand, though, because uh, yeah. he can't slow it down. It feels funny to me because I look at Sludge Slooper as like in a vacuum. I would probably call it the best card in your deck, like not and maybe not in a Murloc theme deck, but like. Just in a vacuum, you put these cards like in a collection. And I'm gonna point at like it's probably the most powerful card that are well, Sir Finley's incredible as well. But uh, I guess yeah, when you have all the synergies, Sludge Surfer doesn't really do quite as much for you. Right. In fact, it breaks some synergy because you can get the lackeys killed with the uh, seers. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. You were saying corrupted seer, not the cold light seer. Mm -hmm. I, I I was misunderstanding earlier. Uh, when you're saying cut the seers so oh yeah yeah i was talking about yeah, yeah. uh the corrupted seers not the yes. not the cold light seers no i would never cut cold light seer that card's disgusting in uh in this build i'd argue that's probably stronger than murloc war leader in a lot of situations yeah i've got hosed by it pretty hard a couple of times where like you know i could i could clear the board oh i'll do it next turn and then they drop a cold light seer and buff the whole board like oh oh no um yeah yeah I'm interested. I, you know, I mean, this this may be a fun one to play. Yeah, uh, I might try this out. I have a lot of fun with it. I, it didn't do so well once I got up to a rank five. So, uh, just fair warning on that. This has been or to diamond five. 
Uh, it did take me, though, from uh, as my primary deck, I was kind of mixing in between it and uh, Murloc Paladin um, from, like, rank Diamond 7 up to 5. So. Murloc Paladin's, like, my probably one of my favorite decks of all time is old uh, old school, like, 2018 Murloc Paladin was so fun. Like, you're, back when it was so popular that you would run Hungry Crab to, for the mirrors. Right. Well, so now good. it's still pretty fun because you can mix in a couple of dragons, which, you know, I'm a big dragon fan anyway, and get like a Scargill or something that adds a little bit more uh, intrigue to the deck, I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, this deck is my Mern lock for this week's tournament. Like, lock? Like, it's a lock. <laughs> it's, a bad, it's a bad joke. <laughs> Oh. We have a quota. We have a quota of a minimum. How, how many bad jokes per show? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I've went over it every week so far. <laughs> oh, it's like watching the Masked Singer and all the bad puns there. Huh? Oh man, I love that show. Have you? Um, I know. I saw you guys were getting tickets. Right? Did that end up getting canceled? Uh, it hasn't been yet. It's still scheduled for late July. Okay. Um, but uh, That's I have a feeling it will be. Uh... Well, me and my girlfriend watched The Voice, and like we were super so into do I. it. We were super into the, this season, and then they're like, oh, just so you know, we're doing this all on webcams, and we stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> I, You know, that, I've still been... Sound good. I've still been watching, but it's not the same. It just not... It, it loses no. a lot of um, oomph. And all the judges have like all this cool stuff behind them. Like you can clearly tell that they're like trying to look like more artsy people than they are. It's like, come on, keep it real, like Nick Jonas, you guys. <laughs> it's a good anyway, show. I like the, the same for Saturday Night Live uh, when they tried to do it. Um, it was it was pretty bad. Uh, oh yeah. Just seeing all the things that you try to get rid of in your own streams, they're making the same mistakes. You see the ring lights in the people's eyes, like really prominently, and sound quality not checked and things like yeah, that. Yeah, so. my favorite is when they have like the big stack. Like some news anchors will have like a big stack of books next to them, and they're not on a bookshelf or anything. Like they're <laughs> they're clearly just sitting there. And it's like you do not keep books there when you're not recording. You know, like, <laughs> stop it. Get me some books. Put them on a stack so that I can look like <laughs> I'm smart. Yeah, like I don't. Ah, it's so ridiculous. Anyway, like COVID affects everyone differently. Uh, but it's I just, true. I do like to find the, uh, the really ridiculous stuff and nitpick at it. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> hey, there you go. Hey, so uh, Guy Grumpy, on your stream, you have a way for listeners to redeem uh, to redeem points in order to get a custom made poem. And uh, I hear that we there there may be uh, you may have a surprise for us. <laughs> I. Do I was thinking I would use it as an intro, so this is really meant more as an uh, intro to uh, to our me, hearts. But are you ready for it? Yes. Oh yes, right. I, I yes, I cannot wait. All right. <clears throat> Greetings to everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I am Guy Grumpy, your guest for this show. If you do not know me, I imagine that you would be impressed with my collection of hats. 
<laughs> I also have murlocs that sit on a shelf, and I like to write poems to amuse myself. <laughs> I often play viewers who come to my stream. If you want, bring a deck code. I can build anything. Some others may know me as the guy with the dust, so come in and mock me if you feel like you must. I play every game mode, but I may be in denial. Because like Craig and Nate, I was born to be wild. Yeah. <laughs> I that love was it. Good. That was great. That was uh, amazing. I love it. I love it. Hopefully you don't mind that I co-opted your uh, your logo for that. No, that was awesome. Like for the podcast <laughs> listeners, you should have seen the special effects on this. <laughs> oh, insane. Yeah. That's wow. That's the benefit of coming to check us out on YouTube. And if you do come to check us out on YouTube, like and smash that subscribe button. <laughs> I've been I've been recording. I my uh, aside from like digital card games, I love playing these old like classic point and click adventure games. I've been recording playthroughs of them on just posting them on personal YouTube. And my son likes to record YouTube, and a lot of times, like I, I'll be recording an old game, and he'll walk by, and he'll jump in. He goes, "Oh yeah, I'm Gavin. And you can follow me on YouTube at, you know, whatever, and smash that like button, and hit that bell, ring that bell, and it's it's so funny. It's so funny. I love it. Yeah, just pressing the like button isn't enough anymore. You need to obliterate it. <laughs> I'm serious. Or Mister Mister Beast will delete your Minecraft account. He will. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i think that uh for the most part we've wrapped this up like uh delicious burrito served at some place that's a little fancier than taco bell but not much fancier than taco bell. maybe like a chipotle yes yes a chipotle i've heard of those places it's kind of like tom hortons <laughs> no it's not it's nothing like it isn't it like the subway of uh, of burritos uh yeah pretty much but it's like good subway bur of burritos yeah oh so it's like the quiz mics. yeah there you go i mean it's a. Uh, I mean i like it but <laughs> well perfect yeah but you like me nate you don't have much good taste when it comes to liking stuff get it hey. little uh little joke at myself there uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking you know, I, was, I was feeling good when he said that i was one of his favorite people but with that kind of uh, <laughs> endorsement then maybe i shouldn't feel my so taste is suspect myself. but <laughs> by the way thank you to all our like canadian homies for we for getting us on top 100 of like canadian podcast no 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 that we're not that we're not that big what we, we are very specific we are the 96th most downloaded gaming podcast in Canada. So, like, it includes podcasts that are in America, but out of every gaming podcast in the world, we're the 96th the most downloaded one in Canada. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's better than just Hearthstone, even. You know? Hey, you know what? Shout out to Slizzle and Astral Flame and Zeddy and Hydralisk. Me. Me. And, <laughs> you know what? 95% of those downloads are from Craig of Canada. <laughs> I, down I download. Yeah, there's so many Canadians that we have, uh, which is probably just a coincidence, but it works out good for us because we charted, baby. Hey, I, you know, Congrats. it's not a bad email to get. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, and, and back in the day when we did Into the Wild, I don't think we ever, uh, we ever charted, which is odd because we definitely had more listeners doing uh, Into the Wild. 
but we never charted, so that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was spam. Yeah. It <laughs> wasn't we, spam. Maybe we just got baited. <laughs> we didn't get baited. Don't even throw that out there. I made sure. Maybe on Into the Wild, then they had watch parties, so they would one person would download it and watch with like 500 people. That's probably what it was. I like that <laughs> idea. Anyway, so uh, I think we should probably start wrapping up and doing our plugs. So Guy Grumpy, the man of the hour, our special guest, our god, our hero, our savior, I'd like to uh, start with you and let you give us where our listeners can find you and get to know you and all your hats and your caps and your collection and all that. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks. Yeah, so I'm Guy Grumpy. It's pretty easy to spell, so there's no surprises in there. Uh, I can be found on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Guy Grumpy and Twitter at Guy Grumpy. Nice. And I, uh, sorry, you go, Nate. I heard that breath. Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, I've got it up on the screen for anybody who's looking, but uh, it looks like you got, got a website too. And if you want to uh, give a shout out to your uh, up and coming team uh, yeah. as well, this would be another and good opportunity to plug team. away is hype horizon uh that's horizon with zen at the end z-e-n instead of spelled correctly partly because horizon with an o was taken uh but also because we have uh pretty chill people that are very <laughs> mindful and conscientious i like yeah it. if you ever if you ever take off you're gonna have to call it horizon you yeah. know you gotta really emphasize it i love it i have a guy grumpy stream in a couple months you're just gonna be him talking like this you know, Thank you, everyone. A little ASMR. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so sorry for anyone out there who just uh, turned off the podcast because that was gross. Anyway, um, you can follow me somewhere. Rod Ro Johnson's yelling at you somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we just became the 112th most listened to gaming podcast in Canada. Um, but uh, yeah, you can follow me at Craig of Canada. That's C-R-A-I-G of Canada. If you can't spell Canada, you can't follow me. But more importantly, Nate's going to give you his social media, but no one gives a crap about that. He's also going to tell you where to find Born to be Wild and all of our different platforms. So, Nate Wolf, why don't you start with yours and then you the shows? All right. So you can uh, the best place to f track me down is on Twitter. It's at Nate Wolf TCG, N A T E W O L F E TCG. Uh, as for the show, more importantly, you can find us on Twitter at Born to Be Wild HS. All of our content is available on the different podcast apps, and we record the show via video every week and do additional content afterwards on YouTube. You can find us there at youtube.com forward slash Born to Be Wild podcast. Website is in the works. I actually have some time this weekend, so I'll try to jam it out. It's almost done. TM. Nice. And Nate. Oh, Discord. Before... Discord too. Oh. Sorry. If so, wait, sorry. One last thing. I apologize. Um, if you go to our Twitter, the pinned the pinned message there has got all of our different various contact info. Uh, we have a Discord. It's pretty fun. Um, someone had recently asked us if uh, they should still be using the old um, Into the Wild Discord or if we had one. And no, we we have a new one. Uh, so please check it out. Um, anyways, yes, check out the pinned tweet website yeah. uh soon anyways for, for sure so before we head out nate yes. i'm gonna need you to uh play some music for me and now unrelated advice with nate wolf one of these days you're gonna forget <laughs> i'll never forget but nate 
lately I've been trying to find new ways to occupy my time and I can only play so many games before my fingers start to hurt. So what are some good TV shows that I could that you'd recommend for a good binge? For a good binge. Let's see. Um Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, there's like nine seasons of X Files that you can watch on Netflix. You can watch The Masked Singer uh, record <laughs> via Skype from their houses. <laughs> um, I uh, what have I been watching? Um, I just finished uh, with The Outsider on HBO, and it was really good. So I totally oh. recommend that. Um, and uh, HBO's is. HBO now just got upgraded to HBO Max, so there's lots of extra stuff on there. The Outsider, super cool. Watch that. Nice. I do enjoy a good HBO show. Sopranos is maybe all-time great. Oh, dude, um, The Wire is fantastic, too. Oh, The Wire is so good. But uh, Guy Grumpy, what about you, my friend? Any good suggestions? Uh, we've been doing the coronavirus specials, so have you already checked out the Tiger King? And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, I know that I asked the question, but there's also a good show called The Trial of... Uh, has anyone seen it? The Trial of... Um, One second. Tiana! What's that trial show called? The trial of Gabriel Hernandez. Fernandez. That was super depressing. Uh, yeah, the kid. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's if really you're sad. okay, I could talk about true crime all day long, partially because that's what I do for work. But like, um, the staircase was really, really good. If you're into that, uh, don't f with cats was really good. Oh, uh, don't f with cats is really uh, good. I I couldn't even watch it. You know, just the we watched the opening parts and then they, what they were talking about. I was like, I, I can't. I it can't was watch. it was gross, but they don't actually show it. Thank God they cut they cut from that. Well, they show pretty close enough to leave you your stomach they hurting. They you showed know? enough that I, I it was I no, yeah, it was very it. it was very upsetting. But the later episodes got it was a pretty interesting story when they kind of like yeah. caught the guy. But it was really good. It's like you shouldn't watch this, or we're gonna take you out in the middle of the night absolutely <laughs> so um you Have know you what before money heist? money heist is that a movie it's a series uh it's a oh. spanish series though that's dubbed over i think it's on netflix uh, i've seen the like preview three or four seasons of it so and you would recommend it I, I would we enjoyed the heck out of it it's very uh b movie style and uh uh, you have to question some of the writing, but it's it's hilarious and it's uh, self-absorbedness. Wiser words have never been spoken, <laughs> and you heard that on Born to be Wild. Oi! 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 Defeat 